Hungry for some more. It's the Luke and Pete Show. Pete Donaldson and Luke Mill with you. Um, Luke, you're fresh from uh, doing a Rammer Reacts with Andy Brassel, and you just announced before um, the start of the Luke and Pete Show that you're ready to get torn into me because you are famished. Yeah. So last night I did a Ramble Reacts with Andy after mm. the Crystal Palace Chelsea game in the Premier League. Mm. I outed Andy as my secret lover. Right. I called him uh, a, a two-bit Sean Derry lookalike, <laughs> and uh, I tried my very, very best to make it as difficult recording as possible for him. Mm. Because to be perfectly honest, he knows too much about football. I need to challenge him in some way. Because right. if I just fire facts at him mm. or ask him opinion on football matters, he's not going to find it tough. No. And as we all know by now, Peter, broadcasting should be a challenge. Yeah, it's, it's And you make it sound like a challenge every day, if you don't mind me saying. I do. That's kind of my um, stock in trade, really, one would suggest. But I would say that with Andy, um, there's not. I don't think there's many things... You can throw at Andy and him find himself un- unruffled. Yeah, I mean, sorry, ruffled. No. I don't think you could ever ruffle uh, Andy. I think you could sort of ask him anything about uh, politics, about the world, and he would find some way to get an answer out without sounding like an absolute idiot, even if he had no grounding in it. He's like me, but without the idiot bit. <laughs> well, you remember stuff at least. At least well, you remember I'm... stuff. I mean, like it's like your brain is absolutely um, perfect for remembering facts, phrases, and bits and bobs. I think, in comparison to you, that's possibly that the is case, true. But yeah, I think in the true. wider world, it's probably quite average. I did. I did it again on um, on the show um, this morning. I did a rest of me record yesterday. And I did a, did a, a Braun Japan record at admittedly six thirty in the morning for me, which is which is which is early. For, but for any yeah. podcaster um, to say you've got to get up that early to a show well, is early. But given that we've gone into podcasting to not have a proper job, yeah. I mean, six thirty. The chickens have come home to roost there because <laughs> you actually end up earlier than you would be in a proper job. Exactly. So I, um, at one point during WrestleMe, I sort of went, I just stopped, reset, and I said, what was I going to say again? And I think we were always knew this is where we, I was going to end up. But yeah. usually I would have the confidence to just launch into a sentence, not really using the correct words or terminology, moving backwards in the sentence, moving forwards in the sen- sentence, um, trying to find my way out of an anecdote or a, st- mm. or a, or a, or a phrase. And, um, yeah, this time round, I just stopped. I said, what was I going to say again? And then did the exact same thing I was going to do anyway, launched into a sentence. But it just took me a bit more time. And this is where it begins for me. This is uh, this is me getting even worse at 42. Yeah, my brain is, my brain is definitely slowing down. Mm. I, I mix up names a lot more than I used to. I, um, I've never I bothered of... learning them in the first place. No, if, exactly. if, no, if I meet actually... you for the first time, if I meet you for the fe- <laughs> second time, if I meet you for the third time, if you've net said your name three times in that hour that I've spent with you, I'm not remembering it. I'm not, do you I'm know what I like to it. do? I like to, this is high risk and you, you'll cringe at this. Mm. I like to, when I get introduced to say a group of say three or four people, mm. And I, I say, yeah, I'm Luke, nice to meet yep. you, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. In my mind, I'm really trying hard consciously to remember their name. Right. And then what I like to do maybe 15, 20 minutes later... Undress them in your mind? Their name. Oh, right, okay. Because, what did you say? Undress them in your mind? <laughs> no, I like to use their name. Right. It's such a high-risk strategy. I find it exhilarating. Yeah, I mean, that is... and But you can tell... Because I've, like, interviewed classy people, usually from, like, Hollywood, who will... Am who will know who will get told your name and they will repeat your name back at you wolverine does it quite a lot what's his name uh wolverine <laughs> man can't remember his name, his name? <laughs> the, the, the aussie hugh new jackman. zealander hugh jackman um uh, yeah. he he will repeat your name back at you 
every sentence. I like that you've heard the story about people being good with names and you can't even remember his name in an anecdote. <laughs> and he's not on his dot to see he's from Australia. All right, well, he's from Australia. But he... Um, but he will, um, yeah, he will use your name quite a lot. And it's a classy move, but after he's done it the five or sixth, fifth or sixth time, you are a bit like, all right, mate. All right, mate. Yeah. You're all right, George But you Bush. know why he's doing that? He's doing that to, he's actually doing that for two reasons. One, to make you feel special, of course. Mm. And I've seen Harry Redknapp do that. Right. Ex-football manager Harry Redknapp do that to journalists all the time. That's what they love. Is him. that why he, right, is that why he's but loved what, by them? What he's also doing there is he's reinforcing in his own mind the memory of your name. Yes, okay. So he keeps saying it, which means yeah. he's much more likely to remember it. So later on in the um, in the uh, interview or the you know the uh, the event or whatever, he's far less likely to forget it, mm. which means he's less likely to be in a social socially awkward position. I think feel something free, you Hugh. could probably learn from feel people free. is you could start using people's names more. Hugh, feel free to forget my name. You're never going to use it. No. Have you seen him since? No, well, waste of time for him, then, isn't it? Waste no. of time. I did it about. I did. Yeah, I've done about two or three interviews with him. Told the same story. Do you remember it. you or not? No, of course I didn't. Why? Why would you? Why would you? The only person who's ever remembered me after our fourth interview is Billy Corgan. <laughs> oh, because hey, of wrestling. Hey, Pete. No, uh, maybe. Maybe just because I, you know, I had more than a surface level bit of knowledge of the Smashing Pumpkins, I suppose. But what are you? I was do? when I was. Um, you know, so. I was driving Young Finn, who's one of our producers. Young Finn, rapper. To, the rapper Young Finn. Why you NG? He's a SoundCloud rapper, mumble rapper. Mm. He's a bit like Post Malone, but he's from Sheffield. <laughs> um, I, I drove him to uh, Old Trafford because mm. we were going up there for a thing. Right. And um, in the car on the way back, we were stuck in traffic for ages. So I mm. said, look, Finn, I'm going to put some music on, man. I'm driving, so I just want to listen to the music. He's like, right. fine. Yeah. And so I just put it on shuffle thinking, yeah, that's, that's a compromise. I'm not going to make him listen to some obscure album he's never heard of. Um, so I put it on shuffle. Smashing Pumpkins song came on, mm. right? He'd never heard of the band. He'd never heard of them. That's interesting because, like, I heard of them on, like, The Simpsons before I heard the band, if that makes sense. Yeah, but you're old. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, probably but, like, that's that I mean. was your gateway into them when they were still around. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But I said, I said to him, um, I said, that's really interesting. You've never even heard of them. Because they were massive. And they have quite and, a notable name as well. Yeah. It's like Blind Melon or something, isn't it? Either way, there's no way you've never heard of them. No, I mean, they, they are. You're just saying that because it's also got a fruit in the name. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just a um, stupid name for quite a, a thoughtful band, I suppose. But the plot thickened even further because I said to him, All oh, right, have you heard of Nirvana then? And he was like, Yeah, of course I've heard of Nirvana. I've listened to Nirvana. Yeah, of course. Mm. And I was like, It's a bit weird that you would know Nirvana so well. Mm but not no Smashing Pumpkins who were basically probably not quite as big, but definitely were contemporaries of Nirvana. And, 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 and they're part of the presence. story as well. Obviously, Billy Corgan, I mean, never bring up... It's a big up, rivalry, right? Never bring up Kirk, uh, Kirk Cobain's name uh, in front of Billy Corgan, which I actually did, which upset him. Um, he was obviously a bit of a... Was he a bit of a love rival with uh, Love? Corny yeah, he love? says that like, um, there was such a big... Um, there was such a big rivalry between them that even now, mm. if he's in, in back in the ends and he bumps into someone who was part of Nirvana's road team or mm. whatever said that they still don't like him. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I'm trying to get at is that like, this is not like obscure band. No. You know, they sold 30 million records. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost a bit like, I wasn't born until 1980, but I know who 
Fucking smashing pumpkin. I'm oh, sorry, the Rolling Stones are. <laughs> the Smashing Stones. Yeah, <laughs> Smashing Stones. Yeah. Little super group. <laughs> little super group. It's um, um it's anyway. yeah, it's 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 weird, isn't it? I would very much like to hear producer Finn. He's got a very lovely. Whenever I can use um Finn for a voiceover, I will do. Cause he's got a lovely um deep brogue to his uh, voice, uh, and mixed in with. Uh, quite a nasally um, Billy Corgan um, vocal line. I'd I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear yeah, Finn nice, um... singing a bit of karaoke, singing, I don't know, something from Zero or something. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be mm. like um, Fred Dibner, like fronting, fronting um, <laughs> Fred Dibner. band. <laughs> do you remember Fred Dibner? I do remember Fred Dibner. We talk about Fred Dibner quite a lot, though. I mean, more than he probably deserves. Yeah. There is an amazing video of him climbing up that big um, stack and... Mm knocking it all down by hand and it is i mean it's like it is it's incredible to watch yeah yeah i mean first of all i don't fully believe there's any real need to do it that way i don't think when you look at chimneys and like chimneys were everywhere back in the day can you what was what was the biggest chimney in your town i was at the hospital where you could burn bandages same yeah Mm. it looked like always looked like a big cigarette yeah Uh. i mean you don't i mean there was a massive it's a four-leaf power station was on the um, on the horizon to the west of where we lived, mm. uh, but that's all been pulled down now. Yeah, it just seems it just seems that it 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 like when you're up there building a big chimney, you're like this seems structurally not good. <laughs> it's too long. Why isn't this falling over, etc. Yeah, I think that's probably they. I think they probably thought about that. Though, yeah, right? they probably engineered it like that, didn't they? They probably know what they're doing. What I've, what I'm fascinated by is the art, and it is an art mm. of demolishing buildings in a way that they don't fall over and hurt anyone. Yeah, the imploding and the kind of, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you have to put the charges in certain spots, right? Mm. So it collapses in on itself. And when you do that in like a really built-up environment where the stakes are high, that must be quite exciting. Yeah, but I mean, the, that at that pay level, they usually get it right. But then there's the uh, watching um, Inner City Tree Fellers felling. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. Is like, that a TV show? No, <laughs> it should be. But that, I mean, that is got its own risks. But just watching just some random dudes with a chainsaw just taking down a big tree right next to a, a shed. It's just, yeah, that's just as thrilling as that, really. I told you about the guy who um, did my, the tree in my back garden and the... Um, oh, his Kevlar pants. Leg off. Yeah, he didn't have his Kevlar trousers on. Yeah. And he went and helped his mate out for it with a job and he slipped and he almost chopped his leg off and it looked like a fucking shark bite. Yeah. I mean, it was an incredible scar. To be fair to him, we were talking about Chainsaw Charlie on WrestleMania yesterday. Um, Terry Funk, who's Chainsaw Charlie? Terry Funk's, uh, I think, character he had for about three months. He joined the WWE, even though he had the name Terry Funk, and everyone knew him as Terry Funk. He decided one day he just panicked and went, "I'm Chainsaw Charlie now," and just brought a chainsaw. Well, it's like a massive rip-off of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think so. Yeah, Never he had like, he had like yeah. a lady stocking on his head, latex <laughs> latex stocking on it on his head, latex yeah latex stocking on his head, and uh, some like white powder on his head and and a, and a chainsaw. Um, it it just seems like sometimes people panic, and and that's what happens. <laughs> I don't see how I don't sure how I can should be able to get to that level in, in an organized in an organization though. I mean, you, you need to have planned this. Is not Pete Donaldson doing his homework? You need to have planned this more than the night before. Yeah. Yeah, start frequently. around the despair drawer in your house for some props. <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of changes were afoot at the WWE over the past couple of weeks. So uh, the yeah. Royal, R- there were some uh, last-minute changes to the Royal Rumble, let's say, <laughs> and we shall say it, no and, more of that. And is it possible? <clears throat> is it possible to 
like have a chainsaw as a prop that actually works and, and rotates, but it's not got any blades on it, so you can do almost like a fake chainsaw. That you can I think you just take. It. I just think you just take the teeth off. Uh, that you do ch- take the chain aspect off. I think it still makes the noise. And if you're waving it around, no one really knows. But yeah, I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can safely wave a chainsaw around. There's something quite terrifying about a chainsaw. It's it's just. Anything with, I think anything with a combustion engine in, like a generator I find quite, what if it explodes? Like they never yeah. explode, but it looks like it might explode. I think my fear comes from when I was a kid and I went to the, um, a kind of circus type thing mm. and one of the acts was a juggling act mm. and the guy started out juggling like a few juggling balls or whatever and then he moved up to like five or six juggling balls, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, and if you've ever tried to juggle anything three juggling balls mm. is hard yeah i can juggle with three i could do can like a you? little party trick yeah i can do like an, I how, can do three how am different... i the out of work magician then come I on i know well you, no, that's just what you dress like but <laughs> uh, i i you know me i don't like to shout about things i like to keep my light under a bushel mate but if, if for example i can juggle like different three things of different weights so i could do like i don't know a book an orange and a ping pong ball or something how right hang on i do anything you like do it for the social why are you not doing this right now for the social it's never come up well it's coming up now go and get a book go and do some <laughs> juggling for the boys okay i'll do it now right, in my, All right. right so here's 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 a um a hand sanitizer right still living in 2020 a head <laughs> I actually bought this like the other day. As Did well. you? Brilliant. Headphone case. Right, right. yeah. Headphone case. Yeah. And then what else would be good? I need one more thing, mate. Um, I'm not going to do my mobile phone because it will end in tears. <laughs> okay, I'll try. I'll try uh, this, this coaster. This priceless okay. Fabergé egg. This Princess Eugenie floodlight blinded coaster, right? Are they the only ones who, who got a coaster? Outrageous. No, they they did the coasters. Oh right, they were into it, man. They they did the coasters. Actually, right, I'm not going to do the coaster because it's it's going to be take, make too much of a noise. Hang on a sec, because I never to be dropping. Luke is Luke is stalking his living room, trying to find uh, something you, to can juggle. Can you actually see, or is the camera shot not good enough? I, I can see. You may maybe step back a little bit, maybe. Okay, hang on. Put so, yourself um, back in the frame. All right, hang on. I can't go too far back, otherwise my headphones will come out. Okay, ready? Can you can you do it with headphones if you've got? Okay, take the headphones take out. Take the headphones oh. out, all right, and I will okay. narrate, commentate okay, yeah. as to how this juggling is, is going right, on. Here we go. <clears throat> right, he's uh, starting to juggle. <laughs> he's instantly dropped the hand sanitizer. He's uh, having another go with three. I uh, I mean, it is atrocious. I mean, even, I mean, big talk from excellent. Oh, didn't you do well? Didn't you do well, Luke? <laughs> didn't you do well? What, what a brilliant, you could what have brilliant bit of juggling. You could have said it was amazing. I think what I need is I need more space. You need more need space, kind of, right, okay. I need, I need kind of probably similarly weighted items that aren't quite as yeah. distinctively different. But the Do point you need some is, music? Shall I play some um, uh, Evanescence? Yeah, bring, play uh, Bring Me to Life. <laughs> yes. By Evanescence. Anyway, look, the point I was actually going to make was mm. um, is that when I was a kid, the, the, the circus performer did this stuff, mm. and then... Um, he started bringing in different items. So, like at one point, he was juggling with a stool, like a three-legged stool. Yes, okay. And then he started bringing in an apple. He was taking a bite of the apple. Nice, yeah, cool. When he was juggling, and then he brought in three chainsaws that he started, and he was juggling them by the handles, and it was fucking absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it again, though, maybe the chains just weren't on the actual chainsaw itself. That's how I would do it. Yeah, but I mean, you could kind of see the thing moving, like rotating. Mm, okay. 
Interesting. I don't think you should take anything away from it. It was a very no. formative experience for me. And it was also very impressive, but I think it was probably dangerous. Yeah, it's what got you into uh, the whole juggling world yourself, I suppose. Fascinating. Well, I used to go. To, I used to go juggling. Um, I used to go juggling and um, that kind of stuff. On like a, it was like an evening. Like a friend of mine's dad had like a little circus performing workshop. How are we only hearing about this? Yeah. And how are you going to get away with me not mentioning it? Every show that we're on together until the end of time. Well, you went to clown so, school. You went to, you went to clown school. No, it just, it's so clown you go, school. You just Brilliant. go along. And right. you'd watch the guys do stuff, and then they would let you have a go at it if you wanted. Is this how that, um, <clears throat> you know, those dancing kids, <laughs> you know, the kids who dance? Um, oh, on... are you in like the little kind of, uh, what they called, like the beauty pageant kids? No, yeah, like, no, um, the ones that were on like, Britain's Got Talent. Those, those uh, uh, Oh, <laughs> diversity. Diversity. <laughs> in my head, I can only think of the word evanescence now. You know, evanescence, the dancing kids. Um, is, is that how they got started, presumably? They went to a club. And they just started dancing and never stopped. Yeah, but I think that's probably that's probably a bit cooler. That's probably like mm. a kind of like a proper like organised outreach program or workshop or something. Whereas yeah. this was just a bit like there was all these older fellas who juggling around. Yeah, because there's like quite there was quite a kind of looking back on it, there was like a bit of a subculture where I grew up of like travelling folk around, right. And so they would pitch up and then they'd be doing stuff. So they'd be doing like, um, you know, they wouldn't just be doing juggling. They'd be doing like fire breathing and like, you know, the Diablo thing with the two sticks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They would do that. Getting very close to fire poi. Yeah. They'd be, they, that would be that kind of thing. But they, I don't think there was a fire poi specifically. Mm. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying I spent my time as an enthusiast of these things. I just, have I, you, have you ever go gone, along. have you ever gone to the doctor and you've been talking about being a bit down? <laughs> and he says, but I, but doctor, I am Luke Moore. <laughs> Go and see the great Luke Moore, the juggler that will cheer you said, up. Like Pagliacci. Pagliacci. I, 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 and I said, but doctor, I am the great Luke Moore. I am the great juggler Luke Moore. Oh, well, uh, look, li- well, this is adorable. And if you've ever been to clown school, um, I haven't do been tr- to clown school. It sounds like you went to clown school. And to be honest, I think if you grew your hair out a bit, clown hair. <laughs> Just, I, think you could, yeah, I think you could probably yeah. get away with dyeing it red and having some lovely clown hair. Do clowns have red hair? Uh, big red nose. Big red nose. Green? Blue? I don't really Listen, know. You were doing a magic trick in the studio yesterday. That's true. It, it sounds like me and you could go on the road and just, you know, not like maybe people who listen to the Little Peach Show might be expecting like a live version of this uh, podcast. But in many ways, um, it would just be juggling and magic tricks. Fuck it, I couldn't. I mean, I'm not sure how long I'd be. Like, I wouldn't be able to elongate the performance long enough. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, um, did I tell you on that aforementioned trip to Old Trafford? Mm. I was in the hospitality, right? I got right. invited there by from a, by a company. Were you going table to table? Table? <laughs> table? Juggling? No. You, well, this were is you the going thing. Table, table, so, juggling. Listen, right? We're having dinner before the game. Let me guess. Tedious card magician. Yeah, but he was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to mention it yesterday when Marcus was talking about it and the yeah. big sponge willy, right? That, honestly, mate, anything to mental. distract you from the from the raw chicken, I imagine at that point. But is it? Yeah, is it not? Have you ever witnessed that close up magic and how good it is? Yeah, it's incredible. But you're still just being lied to, aren't you? Really, you're still just being it's, lied to. 
Is, is it, are you, are you, do you not like it because it shifts your quite shakily held worldview on its axis? It does, yeah, yeah. I don't like, I don't like it because but, I have but, ideas about how the world's supposed to work and how it does work. And when I see that, I'm like, I just, I just, <laughs> I don't even know. You, you must be like the leader of the world if you can harness you such sorcery. You're usually dressed like a magician. Exactly. Time. So, but anyway, <laughs> the one thing this guy did, which was genuinely impressive, because the other stuff was like it was like card tricks and fine. Like I, I used to, I, people around me, like my family, used to do like little card tricks and stuff. So yeah. I kind of, I get all that. It's all distraction and then counting and that kind of thing. The one thing this guy did, which was fucking amazing, like genuinely amazing, mm. is he gave me a deck of cards, and he was never more than like a foot away from me. Mm. He gave me a deck of cards, told me to put it in between my hands like that. Right. So I had like the deck of cards in between my hands like that, right? Hold, he said, hold them tight as you can. So mm. I did. He put a handkerchief over the top of my um, hands so it was covered. <laughs> and then um, he's like, he started doing all this kind of stuff. And I thought he's going to, because he first asked me to, t- to choose a card, right? And sign my name on it. And I thought, oh, he's just going to move that card to the top somehow. And he's probably already done it by a distracting technique or whatever. Yeah. And that was the thoughts I was having at the time. He said, like, you counted to three. He whipped the handkerchief off and told me to bring my hands away. And there was a fucking clear Perspex box in my hands. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. And the card that I had signed was in the guy opposite me's top pocket. Interesting. So how did that work then? Well, I don't fucking know, mate. That's what I'm saying. Um, oh, interesting. Um, hang on. So uh, he must have changed it around really quickly without anyone noticing. But there's about five people around the table. Mm, interesting. Uh, I think because because my mate um, Dave, when we're on when we go for a drink, he will if he feels like it, or we're on like a holiday or whatever, he'll sort of go table to table uh, on a night out with a with a, with some cards, which is which is dreadful. Just just is he really? Is he actually doing? That? Yeah, he's doing that. And like, he's good yeah. at it. Uh, no, he's terrible. On more than one occasion, he's just got the cards out and dropped them on the hall on the floor. <laughs> Why does he do it then? Does I he, don't. Can he actually do a trick or two or not? I think he can do a trick or two, but it's all very, it's all pretty standard stuff, like proper. So he like, takes a deck of cards on holiday with uh-huh. it. Uh huh. Yep. Absolutely uh, bizarre. How do you feel about that? I, I, as you can imagine, I am mortified by my own shadow, um, and so I, yeah, I'm absolutely. You know what annoys me about that? Mm. You choose to spend more social time with him than you do with me, and and that just tells me everything I need to know about what you think about me in real life. Yeah, we live in Portsmouth. I only like people who've oh, chosen. Oh, that's even worse. It's a I like, kick I like in the people. Teeth. <laughs> That's like a slap people, in the face. I like people who choose to live down there rather than come from there. <laughs> yeah, that is a slap in the face. You've got, you've got, you've got a mate who from Portsmouth who is demonstrably a worse bloke than me, but you choose to hang out with him before me. Well, look, if like he's he's a man of simple pleasures. I once um, saw on his laptop that he uh, typed in the word blowjob into Google, and that was his. <laughs> and I'm like, if you are typing that into Google. You're not an advanced computer user for me. That's, That's quite, very that just quite, like, quite if he's happy. Days. Yeah, it is, isn't it? He's happy yeah. with that. Into Google, presumably image search or something. He just typed it in. He's happy with seeing what Safe he's seeing. Safe search on. <laughs> <laughs> I only want... <laughs> I only want to see what Google will allow me to see, uh, yeah. but yeah, I was I was pretty blown away by that discovery, to be honest. Oh god! Yeah, and yet you still choose to be friends with him more than me. <sighs> well, I, I see you a lot. I don't see him at all. He's, he's, I he's in the navy. To, by the way, the listeners have asked for this. I need to come to your place and do a rec- do a recorded episode from your car. 
All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got to do it. So well, just well, after the show, well, with Rory, we've got to organise it. Well, let's wait until uh, it's not on my um, father-in-law's um, front. Uh, no, front let's garden. do it then. <laughs> no, because I can definitely do it. then. <laughs> no, because it's uh, it'll create a Ferrari that he doesn't need. And it's, I'm, I feel bad enough going around there and, um, and and installing new windscreen wipers. To be quite frank, but <laughs> yeah, and well, he okay, is frank. Well, we, let's work it out. You've right. got to do it because the listeners are calling for it, mate. I'll put a. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to um, store it in a garage around the corner from me, so that'll be a bit easier. And how long will that be uh, in there for? Oh, I think it's going to be a, another couple of months before it's road legal, unfortunately, because the DVLA yeah. move at a rather slow space. Space pace. Um, let's have a break, yes. Peter. When we come back, we've got some batteries to do because it's Thursday. We've got some really pretty ones as well. Oh, good. I'll look forward mm. to that then. We're back with the Luke and Pete Show. If you've found some batteries in an old remote control, we want to hear from you. We want to hear pictures. We want to see pictures, rather. And we want to hear what brand they are. Hi, guys. It says Mitchell. Uh, optimistic on this one. C4 or attached. I bring to the table a pink fong. Pink fong. Within my one-year-old baby's uh, baby shark book. Pink fong, apparently, the baby, baby shark, shark creators. Yeah. So, like, baby sharks seem to be... I thought that was like a weird kind of, um, I think, Indian kind of song at the start, wasn't it? Like, all made out there. I got the sense that, like, there's that one where there's the boy eats too much sugar. No, it's, um, it's, it's, no, it's from, so this is the thing. I think you've missed the point here, which is rare for you, given you're, the, you're a kind of South Korean enthusiast. It's a South it's, Korean, right. Yeah, it's South uh. Korean, and the, co- and the company or collective, wherever they are, that made Baby Shark were called Pink Fong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. That, that, that's that's basically what Mitchell's email. But I was just wondering whether they were the same people who did Hello Johnny. You know, the boy who eats too much sugar, and he goes Hello Johnny, right. Hello Johnny. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So I th- I, th- I think it, I'm just looking at it now. Hmm. Apparently, it's based on a German song that was around first, but Pink Fong popularized Baby Shark. So Pink Fong. So first of all, you've got to decide, Peter, whether you accept Pink Pink Fong as a battery brand. Hmm. Yeah. If I, so, oh. it's a new player. If not, it gets chucked straight out the window. It depends into, on it depends into, on if uh, Pink Fong are willing to sort of continue this little journey, this little adventure. I mean, it usually, I, I mean, Baby Shark seemed to me to be a little bit of a cash grab. Um, they happened upon a tune that everyone um, found um, excruciating, but, but, but very oh, my addictive. My niece was obsessed with it, man. She yeah. Well, I saw, I, I saw it. Um, I've been watching a lot of the Wiggles lately, <laughs> and right. um, uh, for my own reasons, and um, and 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 the Baby Shark turns up on that as well, like a proper licensed Baby Shark, uh, which is which is incredible. Guess how many views the Baby Shark song, official Baby Shark song, has got on YouTube? Fifty million. You're gonna have to go a little bit higher than that, I'm afraid. Oh, seventy-five million. 14 billion. Fuck off. Yeah, that 14 billion streams, man. I don't know how much money you get for that. Imagine how gutted you'd be to find out YouTube had demonetized it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was, a, there was an errant um, sale. Oh, sorry, someone's done a copyright claim. <laughs> Some fucking guy in a bedroom has done a copyright claim, so I've missed out on 14 billion pounds worth. Uh, when we're with WrestleMe with WWE, um, WWE, um, in, as part of their training camp, um, they obviously show a lot of the wrestlers classic videos um, from 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 yesteryear, uh, and they've actually started uh, and they accidentally uploaded um, to their uh, licensing um, database these same videos that they show on the wrestlers. Um, and so, like a lot of like the footage is from like World of Sport and like ITV and like um, joint promotions and stuff in in the UK that they don't actually own the license to, but 
Hmm. YouTube think they do. So every time we do like a British wrestler, WWE say, yo, you can't use this, even though they don't actually technically have the license. They just accidentally did this thing. YouTube are just, nah, nah, not listening. <laughs> and right. WWE are just making you um, take stuff down that, that they don't actually... Um, so they're, they're, they're abusing the IP system. That's very frustrating. Very frustrating. So it's an interesting diversion from you, Peter, but you are going to have to make a decision on Pinkfong, I'm afraid. I'm going to... Uh, I think that Pinkfong are at the start of their um, battery journey, and I think it's only right that we encourage uh, the um, nascent young um, things, these young Turks of the battery world. Um, <laughs> otherwise, we'll have nothing to talk about. So in, it's a new player. I think it's a new player. Well to, done, yeah. Congratulations to Pink Fong. Congrats, Thank you, Pink Congratulations to our friend Mitchell. Thank you, Mitchell. All right, uh, Keith Campbell. Hello, Pete. Quite the opposite end from my Fart Machine 2 battery submission a couple of months ago. <laughs> I've got the Fart Machine 2. Let's have a look. Uh, where is it now? Um, I've got the remote control for it anyway. The, the the fart machine too I bought because the dogs um, were sort of barking in the house um, and I positioned the fart machine in the kitchen so when they started going going at it shouting and stuff barking as they do um, I would fire off the fart machine um, but the actual what and it would shut them up it would shut them up because they'd be like what the fuck is that <laughs> they'd be like what <laughs> what what was that? Um, Very nice. Yeah. You won't find that getting any kind of dog parenting textbook, will you? No, use a fart machine. But no, it's uh, yeah, um, it, it works. There's a, a fart machine sequel. Yeah, it's got a longer range. Apparently, you can go for nearly a mile. Um, you can f- fire oh, it good. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. Anyway, um, a couple of months ago, um, uh, Keith uh, got involved with his fart machine. Anyway, today's entry comes from a battery operated toothbrush. I don't think I've heard the name Kaliki. Kaliki in the Battery Daddy yet, and I've been listening since this was a summer project. Keith Campbell, Kaliki, K-E-L-I-Q-A, no mercury added, but will it be uh, an entry added to the database in the Battery Daddy? This is K-E-L-I-Q-I, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a brand new player. Lovely! Well done. And I think uh, very, very kind of carelessly and perhaps quite optimistically, Keith Campbell has put his mobile phone number in the email. <laughs> Give him a ring. I'm not really Say sure thank why. You. Say thank you. Uh, but I won't be doing that because it'll be an international call. So don't worry, Keith. Uh, you're uh, you're safe no for now. But don't no don't be di- don't be handing your digits out like that. <laughs> my goodness <laughs> me! I, my email address is on my um on my email signature. Yeah, I might even be on my Twitter. My goodness me, am I inundated with crap? What your email? Yeah. Uh, is it on my Twitter? Shame. I'm just going to check. It might be on my Twitter, and that's why. If so, I need to change that. I get like emails from people wanting to make TikTok and YouTube videos out of our um, podcasts. Like, I get oh, three yeah. an hour these days. I don't know what has I happened. Just, mine isn't on my Twitter. I don't know how I keep get. I just I keep getting emails from people <laughs> pretending to be my friend, telling me they've got some kind of marketing solution for me. Yeah. Um, I, that, that was me pretending that I had something to do with it. <laughs> I didn't do a very good job. I was just gone. Dickhead. <laughs> Anyway, oh, I see. Right, sound like someone was doing some sandpapering. Um, very impressed with Jordan's uh, choice of uh, Im- implement that he's pulled these batteries out of us to be said uh, hello from sunny Melbourne Australia after my last entry Cos Alkaline was a new player I was excited to share the news of my award with my significant other after explaining the importance of documenting and cataloguing the world's less notable battery brands my partner looked at me like I was a child who was explaining which is their favourite locomotive if this battery is a new player I'll be keeping it to myself this battery is the Nanoran Super Alkaline found in the kit for my new three axis gyro stabilised Laser level three oh, axes. That. Donaldson, that's a bit of you, isn't it? I was genuinely considering <laughs> buying a uh, buying a, a gyro um, laser level, um, but it, only I mean, only for one axis, though, or two axis, two axis. Yeah, I mean, they got. I mean, shout out to Jordan because he's basically included the picture of how the three level, three mm. axis level works. It looks fucking amazing. 
It looks really um, futuristic. Like you just the, bash it in, the, and it's just it just it just gives you a, a lovely flat line. So there was there was um, when I had my ceiling re-leveled mm. in the hallway. The guys who did that had a level which they basically put on the floor, and it was a bit like in a like a sci-fi movie. Mm. Have you seen um, Prometheus? Uh, yes, probably. Yes. In Prometheus, when they're, when they're trying to chart the cave system they're going into, they throw these like balls up in the air, which oh up, yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They take the um, topography. It was a, it was like a really unimpressive version of that, but it was still very impressive. What um, what makes me laugh is like the iPhone could probably do that. No, <laughs> except like, the iPhone could do like five hundred things that no one ever knows about. Like there's a guy on um, on Twitter, and I'm going to tell you what his name is because I've, I've actually saved a bookmark one of his threads recently. Mm. Um, and he, um, he essentially shows you all the things that I find. He's called Marius Hawken, his name is. And his right. Twitter is M Hawken, H-A-U-K-E-N. Sounds like he's from and Finland or something, Marius. Probably. He's definitely Scandinavian. Mm. And um, he does threads every week or so about all the things your iPhone can do that you don't know about. And some mm. of it is mind-blowingly yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of them are just simple. Like the other day, I found out that um, the iPhone's perfectly capable of giving you a consistent, never-ending white noise sound if you want it uh, through the speaker. Yeah, because you not just go on YouTube and just get a white. Yeah, you I, can I do it all the time. You right. can, mate, but you don't need to because you can just press a button on the iPhone and it does it for you. What? It's on. What do you mean? It's like on a um, in the it's actual menu, iOS. You know when, you fl- when you pull down from the top right, right. It's on your menu. I'm you Android. I'm outside of the ecosystem. Oh, I'm afraid. Well, don't even fucking listen then. Oh, so what it's on there now, right? Okay. I wonder what um, mine can do. It's amazing. Yeah. You can do. You can do all sorts of stuff. And Dex. so anyway, um, can scan a QR Nanoran code. Nanoran Super Alkali. While you're doing that, I'm just going to check in yeah. Nanoran Super Alkali, which right. is Jordan's submission, and they are indeed a new player as well. So we're three out of three today. Well, there you go. Very it's versatile amazing. set of uh, set of. We 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 thought this was dead and buried, but it's come back. Like a phoenix, um, a very level phoenix in a in a bathroom, uh, leveling everything up. Um, so thank you very much to everyone who uh, got in touch uh, with their battery brands. Hello at LukeBeachShow dot com. Uh, we are always yeah. famished. We are send always ravenous for more batteries. S- send us emails, tweets, Insta DMs, whatever yeah. about all the things that the iPhone can do that you've discovered that no one else knows about. Threaten, uh, threaten a loved one. So it can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with your yeah. help. With my help. <laughs> <laughs> with with a bystander's help. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, then. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, use your iPhone to uh, email the show. Hello at LoonPidgeot.com. You can check us out on uh, Instagram, all kinds of things, really. I and use TikTok. your iPhone to hit that subscribe button or the follow button. Subscribe button. You'll never miss any of our fucking shows, all right? We do, we, yeah, exactly. We're here every single bloody Monday and Thursday. I've so had a couple enjoy. of people, by the way. I've had a couple of people in the mm. last few weeks or so Mm. Come up to me in the street saying they love Luke and Pete Show. Yeah. So if they're not sharing it around their pals, then I don't, there's no hope for any of us. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, all right. We'll be back on uh, Monday for more of this. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, have a lovely Friday as well, um, if you're listening to this on, on the Friday. Um, best, best part of the week. Best day of the week. Just have a good time. Yeah. Can stop, you tell I've been up since six in the morning? <laughs> with not making the most of their Fridays. What's the point? Make the most of your Friday. <laughs> you get no Saturday if you don't make the most of Friday you get no Saturday alright as the old song goes yeah as the old um, Cliff Richard song how I goes. used to live my life <laughs> see ya bye
The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.